Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello and welcome to this episode of That's What She Said. Today I want to low-key come for one of the largest concepts in existence and possibly help um, to (laughs) work out my own anger around this, um, but also to open up some new ideas. And I'm going to do that by way of telling you about the ways that it's opened up for me and hopefully not offend you in the process. And if I do, I want to be very intentional about how I'm offending you. Um, I don't just want like a blanket offense to happen. So the concepts I want to come for are good and bad. And I want to frame this with my upbringing, which was um, Catholic and Protestant evangelical. Uh, Mom was Catholic. Dad was Protestant evangelical. I went to both churches And the net fruit of that is that I compare and contrast religions repeatedly throughout life because that's what I did for my first 18 years of life. And I understood because of the way religion works that if I fully committed to mom's religion, I would be sending dad to hell. And if I fully committed to dad's religion, I would be sending mom to hell. So I couldn't fully commit to either religion because I could not personally be responsible (laughs) in my own head for sending the other parent to hell just because of what they believed. So that 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 if you don't believe X, then you go to hell. I just couldn't accept that from the very beginning because it was damning one of my parents to hell for eternity to fully commit to either religion, which I understand is a really sort of unique uh, upbringing in the in the way of religion to to like I shouldn't have figured that out so young, number one. Uh, and number two, I probably shouldn't have ever voiced it. <laughs> um, but I did. Like, I saw through religion right or right or right or right away in that way. Um, that there were there's this system and you need to be with the system. And if you're not with the system, then you go to hell. And I saw the violence of that because outside of anything else anyone else believes, I don't believe a child should have to choose which parent to send to hell as a result of their religious beliefs, which is how it landed in my own mind. I could just never do it. But the concepts of good and bad still get in. And here's where gender conditioning and religion get real fucked up and really intertwined and really just... Fuck. It's really... It's just really complicated. So good and bad in general as concepts um let's let's elevate them to good and evil exist in the world in religion in all of those places 
But in gender-based conditioning, good and bad mean different things than they do when we talk about the world, good and bad. Good and bad, when we talk about the world, bad is genocide, okay? When we talk about the world, bad is, I can't think of anything worse than genocide at the moment. Um, I feel like that's the tippy top of just bad. We're just going to take this group of people and just remove them from the earth. Um, that's, that to me, yeah, that's evil. I don't have any, I don't have any qualms about that being evil. Um, I watched, part of this is coming up because a lot of things are coming up. I'm taking a really intense class right now that's making me confront a lot of things. But also I watched on one of the platforms, I don't fucking remember, um, uh, it was many hours about Warren Jeffs and the FLDS church, which is the uh, an extreme form of Mormonism that is fundamentalist Latter-day Saints and that is all about, about, about that polygamy lifestyle. And you can't have a polygamy lifestyle in a large community without a lot of oppression. And so you have a man, Warren Jeffs, in Keep Sweet, Pray, and Obey, which is, those are our three tenets of good girl right there. Keep small, silent, compliant, keep sweet, which means never have any opinions about anything. And especially you can never be angry. You can never be sad. You can never be afraid. You can never be worried. You must be sweet and joyful. Keep sweet, pray. What is, what is more silent than prayer? Just go inside of yourself and pray to God. It's silence. That's what we need. And obey, which is just whatever comes to you, obey it. As if you are a very subservient stock animal. Um, so Warren Jeffs takes over the FLDS, which the way that this three hours of information presented it, and I've read a lot of books about polygamy and polygamist sects. I don't know why it's interesting to me, but it is. And um, so this is a dude that is... Oh, and this is just from beginning to end, top to bottom is about control, 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 and more control. When someone is aggressive with him, when someone has any pushback, they are eliminated from the community. Their wives and children are reassigned. When he takes ultimate power, the 20 top men in the community are removed from the community. Their wives and children are reassigned to others. They are simply removed from the the community and never allowed in period no questions asked the end and then a temple is built and like i like there's there's just when we talk about good and evil we're talking about evil stacked on evil stacked on evil stacked on evil we're talking about stealing people's incomes stealing people's minds stealing their ability to think we're talking about not educating girls past fourth grade barely reading barely writing we're talking about keeping people so isolated that they're literally gated and anytime they leave the gate outside of this tiny tiny community warren jeffs knows where they are what they're doing and has a tracker on them we're talking about and these are very low, low-level heinous crimes. And then on top of this, we have arranged marriages for children. Children. We're talking 12. We're talking 13. We're talking 14. We're talking a man who uh, had another man approach him about his 11-year-old daughter to say, when are you giving her over to the prophet? And he said, if he wants her before she's 18, he's going to have to come through me. That man is ejected very shortly after making that statement. Because keeping your child safe from marriage at the age of 11 is, nope, we can't have that. 
And it just gets more and more and more disturbing. Like, the sort of disturbing that is, like, part of me wants to issue a trigger warning and part of me is like, you should be triggered by this. Um, that this is so deeply upsetting. And I want, the reason I'm telling you this is I want to draw a juxtaposition. There's, I'm not telling you this for no reason. How about that? So the trigger warning is around um, sexual assault and I'm telling you it for a reason. So the ultimate thing, the one that got me after three and a half hours of ingesting this like pure fucking evil dude. Um, there's a room in the temple that uh, when one of the women who was formerly FLDS found it, she said it just gave her chills. And this is uh, the room is mostly empty um, and there's a bed in it. And this is the bed where Warren Jeffs introduces children to heavy fucking air quotes here, the highest order of the priesthood. And what he does is he takes their virginity at age tiny, age 12, age 13, age tiny. And he has the unmitigated gall to record these, I believe they're called sacred sessions, um, which are child rape in front of his many wives who are supportive of this because they are keeping sweet and praying and obeying heinous like my stomach feels sick talking about this heinous 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 acts of just oppression on top of abuse on top of on top of on top of just just crimes just so many crimes that i'm losing my words that's what men get away with when they have so, 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 so much power. And sure, no, I'm not even giving you the, what it would women do if they had that much power. They've never fucking had that much power, period. Um, so there's that. Good and bad. We can put Warren Jeffs firmly in bad. <laughs> period. I have no room in my heart or my head for Warren Jeffs is a good guy. Warren Jeffs is an okay guy. If that's your argument, I just don't want to fucking hear it. No, no. A man who claims to be a prophet and has a special fucking rape room in his special temple is a fucking monster. Period. Okay. Now that's the terrible part. You have survived the terrible part. And I'm telling you that for a reason. Because good and evil, good and bad, however we use those terms, it gets really dangerous because it's a binary, right? Good, bad. And so when we say something is bad, we can mean Warren Jeffs. And that's absolutely true. The furthest spectrum of evil includes Warren Jeffs. Absolutely. What a fucking psycho. Okay. Here's another thing that happens all the fucking time. For a number of months, I would tell my friend Ellen, if I could just do the bad girl protocol with women for the rest of my life, I could die happy. Here's the bad girl protocol. It's a Kasha Urbaniak term. This is the exercise. For a number of minutes, three minutes, five minutes, one person says, if I were a bad girl, I would, and then completes the sentence. Okay. Now, we're using good and bad there because good girls have all sorts of... <laughs> we know how good girls act. They keep sweet, they pray, and obey. In modern terms, they are, are nice. Don't have to be kind. You just have to be nice. 
pray. We could just take as silence. That's okay. And obey just as we keep the status quo. We do not challenge the status quo ever. So any woman that has gone outside of those guidelines, which Warren Jeffs has been kind enough to take all the way to their logical end, keep sweet, pray, and obey. Small, silent, compliant. Good girls are small. Good girls are silent. Good girls are compliant. The danger is that if you are not a good girl, you are a bad girl. And bad gets lumped in with Warren Jeffs. But bad, when it comes to good girls, I've heard people say things like, if I were a bad girl, I would get eight hours of sleep. Whoa. (laughs) We are so trained in good girl that suddenly bad is getting eight hours of sleep. Bad is telling your family that you don't want to cook Thanksgiving this year. You just want to order it in and have someone else deliver it. Bad. Can you hear the air quotes in my voice? Bad is telling your family that you have needs actually. And here are some of them. Bad is letting someone else drive your kids to some shit that you don't want to go to because it's boring and stupid and you've already gone to every goddamn soccer game for the last 10 years and you don't need to go see the exhibition game or whatever it is bad is taking a shower instead of doing the 17th hour of work in a row bad i hope you hear the air quotes continue to hear the air quotes bad is often taking time off Bad is having a moment to yourself. Bad is speaking, period, because silent, the opposite of silent is speaking, no matter what you're saying, bad. Bad is not obeying. Bad is not falling in line. Bad is not taking someone's word for it just because they say you should do it, that you should do it. Bad is having ideas of your own. Bad is making time for your own creativity. Bad is making time for your own ambition. Bad is not letting everyone shit on you and just taking it. So somehow, these larger concepts of good and evil, and there is a spectrum, but we don't acknowledge the spectrum. This is America. We do fucking binaries. I don't know what it's like in the rest of the world, but any nuance in the last 15 years, nuance in America has died. Died. We have binaries. We have good. We have bad. We have Trump. We have not Trump. <laughs> we have, what do we have? We have MAGA and we have, we have, <coughs> we have what? Coastal liberal elites, I think is the other one. If you're in Fox News, I don't even know. These concepts do not serve us because we have women When they say, if I were a bad girl, I would. And we are trained, if you're a male who's listening to this, Damien especially, good and bad, we are trained using those words, good and bad. Be a good girl. You're being a bad girl. You're being good now. You're being a bad girl now. So we're trained in good and bad. And the guardrails that are put on bad for women are laughably stupid. Laughable. It is laughable that the same category of using that word bad can apply to a woman that would like to sleep for eight hours a night and Warren Jeff's endless, 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 we don't even know the extent of it, list of crimes. 
it's like thousands of pages of documents long of the levels of bullshit and oppression that have happened. Anytime, it's really dangerous. Anytime we put two things that are that far apart in the same category, that then women turn in on themselves. Well, I'm bad because I, you are not bad if you do not want to be small, silent, and compliant. You are simply not going with the status quo. Does that fucking make sense? I don't even know if that makes sense because I'm so twerked up about these concepts and the concepts harm us. So good and bad, I want you, if you're listening, to play with bad. Play with being bad and play with being bad and and play with, if, if I could, play with bad, play with evil. Those are two very, 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 very different things. Bad is cheeky. Bad is fun. Bad goes to Bruce Springsteen concerts by herself and has a fucking great time. Evil is a whole fucking different thing. But good girls and bad girls, the world needs more bad girls, period. Because bad girls, by definition, are not small, are not silent, and not compliant. And that is what the world needs. We do not need more women who keep sweet pray and obey. We do not. Period. We've had millennia of that. It doesn't work. The, the keep sweetiest, the silentest, the prayiest among us, they get nothing. They get nothing in reward for that. Nothing. My mom died as a best girl, okay? She was not just a good girl. She was a best girl. She kept sweet. She prayed. She obeyed. She died a fucking loan up until the last fucking second when I just had to override everything that she had said about don't come, don't see me, you're not needed, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. No, I just had to fucking keep showing up because she could not accept the fact that I would come to see her. She couldn't accept the fact that I would bring her bring her things, that I would give her gifts, that I would send her flowers. You want to talk about good girls? My mom called me to say, hey, when are these flowers going to stop? And I said, never. They're not, you can't ask me to stop sending you flowers when you have stage four cancer. It is simply not an okay request. And I was the bad girl in that situation. Do you see how fucked up it is that bad girl, heavy air quotes here, it's bad to be sending mom flowers if she doesn't want them. When in fact, it's one of the most beautiful things I could do. And not only did I send her flowers, I enlisted other people to send her flowers. And not only did I enlist other people... I enlisted, here's some truly bad girl that just couldn't be said before her death. I enlisted some subs, as in Dom Sub, some sub men to give me money to use to buy her flowers because it gave me such fucking delight that this, the best of girls, the best of Catholics, the best, best, keep sweetiest, prayest, obeyest, minus the FLDS, plus Catholicism training, that she would be get, being given flowers from a bunch of people who had communally made a flower fund for her, but that some of those would be men that her daughter was doming at the time. Because I can. Because it's fun. <laughs> because in learning about power, there is great power in playing dom sub. There is great power in being like, I'm just going to be as dumb as I naturally am. Watch this shit. Let's see what can happen. And when it's all consensual, it's all beautiful. It's all fun. 
then then the bad girl is the only one that could communicate with mom at at the time of her death. The bad girl is the only one because the good girl would have obeyed when mom said, stay away. When mom said, don't send flowers. When mom said, don't send gifts. When mom said, I'm fine. When mom said, I don't need anything. When mom said, you can't help. When mom said, it's just, I'm just going to get better. Don't worry about it. The good girl would have failed mom so, 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 so hard. Only the bad girl could show up for her, really. And it was the bad girl that showed up. It was the bad girl that showed up at her bedside and said, it's okay to go. You're not going to win this one. I just talked to the hospice care people. You can't win this one, Ma. It's okay to go. And I need you to go. You're, you're good here. We're so good here. Your time is done here. I need you to go. Only the bad girl could show up and say that. A good girl's incapable of saying it's okay to go. I want bad girls in my life. I want bad girls to play with. I want bad girls to interact with. I want bad girls to grow with. Good girls are boring because good girls have to be boring. Because if you have to be small, silent, and compliant, what do you get out of life? You can't get shit out of life as small, silent, and compliant. You can be everyone else's servant. I was trained in that. You can become a total fucking martyr. Excellent at that for a number of years. You cannot have enough money because money is the root of all evil. Also, uh, contested contested uh oh that's because i'm quoting it wrong it was quoted to me as money is the root of all evil growing up first off that's a misquote it's the love of money is the root of all evil that's different than just money is the root of all evil if we take those words off it makes a big difference so i push money away all my fucking life because i'm a good girl Because that's what I'm supposed to do. Because that's how you get closer to heaven. Because money is evil. Ooh. But how do you get through the world without money? (laughs) Please fucking tell me. Please tell me. So money is evil, so I shouldn't have money. So I need to be small, silent, compliant, and not have money. Now, what Warren Jeffs did was just take it all the way so, 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 so far that I could get really angry about it and I could get you to be angry about it as well. Because no matter where we are on the political spectrum, I am 100% convinced that no one listening to this thinks Warren Jeffs is a good dude. That he just took these things that are good girl conditioning, small, silent, compliant, and took them all the way. Keep sweet pray, obey. Now we take away all of your power. We take away all of your education. We take away all of your access to money. We take away access to education. We take away your ability to read, to write, and to think because we never fucking make you think. We don't need you to think. We need you to perform good for us so that the leaders can be truly evil. And the same fucking thing is happening now that we have people, leaders in the United States performing good, heavy air quotes on good. So Ron DeSantis is performing good 
heavy fucking air quotes, by forcing people, LGBTQ people, immigrant people, people that are not just white males into these same roles. Keep sweet, pray, obey. And if you're not praying, well, you're not Christian. And if you're not Christian, then get the fuck out. And if you're not, like, it's, it's so ridiculous. But he's, but the, the culture war is in the name of good, heavy air quotes here. And it's a, it's a truly evil agenda being advanced in the name of good. It's the same fucking thing over and over and over again. And here's what we're not allowed to do as good girls. Number one rule as a good girl, you can't be mad ever. You might, people might've already turned this off because I am genuinely angry and I am speaking through the anger and that's upsetting to people because you can't be angry. You can't be forceful. You can't have a voice. You can't be passionate. People get shut down by anger. They get shut down by listening or thinking about anger. They get overwhelmed by anger. And the truth is we have much to be angry about. The truth is I'm sick of hearing women say that if I were a bad girl, I would. And then it's the most fucking basic human need on the face of the earth. Like I would eat three meals a day. Holy shit. The conditioning has successfully convinced us to put bad in eating three meals a day. That's in the same category of bad Warren Jeffs. Do you see how fucked up that is at the deepest levels. The room that we have to be good, heavy air quotes here, good is so small via the conditioning that when we say things, and I'm angry so that I'm not crying right now, when we say things like, if I were a bad girl, I would get eight hours of sleep. If I were a bad girl, I would have enough money to live. If I were a bad girl, I would eat three meals a day. If I were a bad girl, I would take my lunch break at my corporate job. If I were a bad girl, I would tell my boss that I'm not working overtime for no pay. If I were a bad girl, I would tell my family I have needs. If I were a bad girl, do you see how, number one, it's beautiful that you can overcome good girl enough to say that this is what you would do as a bad girl. I applaud all of that. That's not, I'm not trying to shame anyone for that, for those categories. But do you see how dangerous it is that bad for women is these very, very basic things that allow us to fucking exist on earth for another day? And that bad also applies to Warren Jeffs. That the binary of good and bad, we put ourselves into bad and we're at bad level like one, we're bad level 0.01%. Meanwhile, there are people at bad level three fucking thousand percent that are getting away with it. That have a rape room in the fucking temple. I'm not saying that to, to upset you, just to upset you. I'm saying that because there's a potency to this that I need you to understand. Your bad girl can save us. Your good girl cannot. Your good girl is small, silent, and compliant. And the world does not need more small, silent, and compliant. Period. From anyone. That your bad impulses, heavy air quotes on bad impulses, are what will keep you alive, what will allow you to thrive, what will allow you to make meaning, what will allow you to have a bigger, better, broader, bolder life. Follow the bad impulses. Oh my God, you want to sleep? Yes, sleep. You want to eat food? Yes, eat food. You want to have needs? Have needs. You want to take time off? Have time off. You want help? Get help. 
The answer is not get smaller and silenter and more complianter ever. But that's what we're taught. That if we just do those things, the reward will come. The reward never comes. I have lived through the death of the very best girl I've ever known. The reward never, ever comes. The reward comes despite being the best girl, not because you are the best girl. Because you have been the most small, the most silent, the most compliant. So I remember being, um, this is years in the making, by the way, this is years of my life in this pulling over by the road moment. I I need you to understand that. Um, That I remember in 2020, I was really wrestling with concepts of good and bad. And how can I be good during a pandemic? What does being good look like during a pandemic? And I mean, in the most broad, helpful sense, what does it look like to be truly good for humanity good for all of us when I'm not allowed to leave the house legally during lockdown. How do I be good? How do I remain good? How do I, these concepts of good and evil. So this is 2020. This is really rolling around. This is top of mind. And I remember Dr. V, whom whom I adore, said, what if you just give up the concepts of good and evil? And I was like, what? I remember I wrote it down on an index card and I just couldn't fucking deal with that. Like how, how these concepts of good and bad, good and evil, they've been around rocking around in my brain at this most fundamental level for a very long time. How would I possibly get rid of them? What do I replace them with Dr. V? And she was like working and not working. And that is so, 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 so helpful. So I give that to you from Dr. V. Similes. (laughs) Helping, or sorry, working and not working. Good girl, good, is not working. And bad girl is working. Bad girl gets what she wants. Bad girl is able to know what she wants, to get what she wants, and therefore to derive satisfaction from life because she has some say in her own life. So if we have good girl and bad girl, And then we have working and not working. They shift. Good girl is not working. Bad girl is working. Is that not a fascinating thing? That the minute that we find different categories for the same thing, we switch labels. So Warren Jeffs, not working. I mean, it's working for him. He's in jail and he's running the FLDS from jail where he will be for the rest of his life if there is any justice in the world. So his power is working for him. But that system, that system is not working for anyone. I mean, Warren Jeffs is running a religious cult from jail. That system is not working. And the good girl conditioning is not working for us. It's working for society. It keeps us all fucking quiet and small and silent. But it's not working at the deepest levels. Because small, silent, compliant people cannot, cannot change the world in the way that they would like. They can't. 
There must be something else that steps in. There must be something else. So, what does your bad girl have to say? If I were a bad girl, I would. And maybe your bad girl would go full evil. And Matt, you can imagine that. Go for it. Often it feels like, if I think about it, I might do it. You're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. You're not. No, no. Um, but the, just the, just, if I could just get through to you, that good and bad, that's a dangerous binary because our definition of good that has been instilled in us as women, and by women, I mean, if you were assigned female at birth, there's a whole shit ton of conditioning that you got for free, but it's, you can't avoid it. The definition of good is so narrow that bad can include a woman saying she wants to sleep eight hours a night, and bad can also include a man who has controlled thousands of people for multiple decades and is now in prison for sex, for sex crimes. I am only arguing that our definition of bad girl needs to change that we need to embrace our bad girls and that we need to expand our sense of good, evil, good, bad to what's working and what's not working. And when you find that good girl is not working for you, that you do not wish to be small, that you do not wish to be silent, that you do not wish to be compliant, good. That's the good. The good is when you see the good girl is not working. When you see that the good girl is a bunch of bullshit and nonsense that so so this is so deep and vulnerable right now so much of me fighting with my mom over the years was simply that she was the jailer that wanted to put me into good girl land and I did it I did it and I did it more and I did it well for many 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 years and the moment that I flew the coop was the moment that I was like I can't fucking do this anymore period I left behind religion I left behind church I left behind spirituality to my detriment for a number of years i left behind formal education i left behind marriage it took a long time because i bought fully into good girl if i do this then i will get rewards and that system had to completely utterly 100 percent fail me as step one and then i could find something else which is fuck being a good girl fuck it Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. <laughs> and it's only on the other side of mom's actual, literal death that I can say, oh, oh, her, the last lesson she gave me was the biggest. It was, there is no there there. There is no payout for good girl. You can spend 78 years of your life absolutely fucking devoted to being a good girl. And there is no payout. None, zero, zip, zilch, bupkis, <laughs> nothing, 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 nothing. So fuck that. Fuck it so fucking hard. If you are a good girl and don't want to be, <laughs> if you are an aspiring bad girl, a, ri- a bad girl rising, um, yeah. Welcome. That's that's what we're doing here. That's why we're here. That's what this year is about. How bad can I get? And by bad, I mean how much can I make good girl 
conditioning when I drop it? How much can I make the dropping of the conditioning work in my favor? How much can I make not giving a fuck work in my favor? How much can I make not being small, silent, and compliant work in my favor? What does that look like? How does that feel? What happens next? It's a deep unraveling. And it's a deep, like there's a, there's a fire. You heard the fire. There's a fire here. Um, and I think that comes from, at some level, I've been devoted to this for a long time, this process of ungood girling. And I get more language for it and more felt sense of it every single day. And it really is as simple as that exercise. I wish I could say that I came up with that exercise. I wish I could say I had a better exercise. But the truth is, it's really that fucking simple. If I were a bad girl, I would set a timer for three minutes and let yourself rip. And just to prove that that's a thing, let me set a timer for three minutes. And if I were a bad girl, I would. Hold on. Hold on. We're still recording, I think. Let me make sure we're still recording. Let's set a timer for three minutes. Here we go. If I were a bad girl, (laughs) if I were a bad girl, I would simply declare that Clarence Thomas is impeached and it's fucking done. It's over. It's done. We're not fucking dealing with this while receiving billions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of stuff from a billionaire. That's not illegal. It's ethical. It's not fucking ethical. On no planet is that ethical. I don't care which side, which side of the aisle you're on. I don't give a fuck. No. If I were a bad girl, I would lock all the Supreme Court justices into a room until they had created a code of ethics for themselves. And if I were a bad girl, I would then make that code of ethics apply to absolutely every judge in the land. And there would be no legal loopholes. No, oh, but it's okay to accept gifts from billionaires in these circumstances. No, ah, but if you do it, there's no consequences. So who cares? No. If I were a bad girl, they would all have consequences. Tell me what happens when there's an ethics violation. Tell me what happens next. Tell me what happens next. Tell me what happens next. They would be held to an utterly, utterly high standard because they are the Supreme Court and they should have ethical fucking standards. God damn it. If I were a bad girl, I would demand that the government double funding for every library that has had a book ban attempt made on it. If I were a bad girl, I would declare that the government has to double the funding for art programs around the United States this year. If I were a bad girl, I would declare that inner city schools get three times the budget they've currently been getting to be able to make upgrades to their school buildings, to be able to pay their teachers fairly, to be able to pay their aides, their custodians, their all of the other workers that work in schools, there are so many, to be able to pay them a true living wage. If I were a bad girl, I would issue a decree (laughs) that um, the legal retirement age in the country is the age at which politicians must also retire. And then we would just have to deal with the fact that we would not have any presidential candidates, um, at least not the two big ones, and that the vast majority of the U.S. government at the federal level would be obliterated because we're being ruled by octogenarians. If I were a bad girl, I would declare that octogenarians just don't get to be in office. Like, your time is done. Sit the fuck 
down. Thank you, but also sit the fuck down. You are taking up space that many generations would like to would like to have. The 20s, the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s. And there you go. That's my bad girl. That's what she would do. She would just start making some decrees. <laughs> oh, feels good to get all that out. So may you begin, just begin to give up the concepts of good and bad, to find a different way to define your own interior good girl. And to push those, to push toward bad, to embrace bad as it is defined by stepping outside of the very narrow good girl confines. May you feel the righteous anger that exists when you've spent a lifetime being told to be small, silent, and compliant. And when you desire to be none of those things, none of those things. May you honor the parts of you that adhered so well to the protocols and that learned exactly what to do to be able to survive in this world, to be small, to be silent, to be compliant. May you have no shame or guilt about submitting to the conditioning. That is the point of conditioning. It's like being guilty that you brush your teeth because someone taught you that you need to brush your teeth. It's the same fucking thing. It's just conditioning. It's just that there's some helpful conditioning and there's unhelpful conditioning. Yeah. May you find the fire within you that the good, only the good girl can light. That only the good girl who is reclaimed as a full being, who is also allowed to be a bad girl, can bring to you. May you enjoy your bad girl. May you delight in your bad girl. May you be amused by your bad girl. May your bad girl have amazing ideas for the people and for this planet. May you know, like truly know, that on the scale of, of heavy air quotes, bad girl to evil, I guarantee you are barely on the radar. You are barely on the fucking radar and keep fucking going. May you be proud of every single time that you have stepped outside of the narrow good girl path and just danced in the meadows nearby. May you find reason to rejoice in every bit of conditioning you have overcome, you have outgrown, you have stepped outside of, or you have said fuck no to. May you celebrate your passion, your fire, your growth. And may you come to know, to nourish, and to adore your inner bad girl. Because I can't wait to meet her. Thank you so much, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The Antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine while quietly or not so quietly, scream sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format. One gathering a month on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. 
So we're practicing the skills that we will need in November now. And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.